Alright, welcome back. Uh, it's been a while, kiddies. Sorry. Had to film a movie. And we'll talk more about that, I'm sure, when we get to it coming out this summer. Um, for now, we're going to start with sports? Question mark? Yeah, let's start with sports. Um, football's still not doing it for me this year. It's just... I don't know if it's there's less hitting, if it's their how silly the play calling has sort of become due to the new pass interference rules. Um, yeah, it just seems kind of like a slower, more boring game instead of the one I was used to. Good news, the Patriots finally lost a game last night to the Ravens, so... Yippee. Um, still just a joke. There's no... There's, the Patriots are still the only good team in the AFC. Okay. Patriots are the only team worth seeing in the AFC. And then the Ravens are pretty good. Um, but there's just so little talent on that side. Who cares? Um, 90% sure the Patriots will just walk into the Super Bowl. And then have to fight a beat up NFC team the um, all of the NFC North lost yesterday which is pretty crazy um they started out this year so strong being one of these scary divisions and now they've kind of slowed down some Packers got hit in the fucking mouth tell you that uh I don't know Rodgers is saying that it's just they, they were feeling too good on their high horse a little. I guess we'll see if they come back and can crush the Panthers, which we need them to do. Uh, I personally hope Cam Newton doesn't play. It looks like he's not, but I'd much rather have them have a consistent film to check uh, than see him come back and not really know what you're dealing with as far as he goes. So we'll see. If, we, if the... Packers can beat the Panthers, then take a week off and take down the 49ers. They'll be a team to watch. New Orleans, still crushing it. Cannot believe, I think they had a bye this week, but cannot believe no one traded for Teddy. Right? The Vikings trade, get Teddy Bridgewater, all of a sudden they're a Super Bowl contender. Right now they got a quarterback that can't play against good teams. Uh, Bears. You know, their defense is exhausted and sick of... Pulling their ass out of the fire. So, I could see, yeah, their defense has dropped a little, but that's what <laughs> they're having to do win the whole game by themselves. Um, lines suck. Fuck them. Uh, I'm still not completely sold on the 49ers. It's like we say, yeah, they always find a way to win, but they're not like a consistent, like, when you watch the Patriots, everyone's kind of going in the same direction. The 49ers, it's like, oh, this week Garoppolo's great, but the defense blows it. Or this, against the Cardinals, who suck. Or this week Garoppolo and the offense suck, but the defense keeps them in against the Redskins. And people are like, oh, it was windy. Yeah, the Redskins don't have a team. You could put little leaguers out there. They have a better chance. Um... But yeah, I still don't have like a clear-cut chosen few teams of who's great and who's not. Um, you know, Packers are the wild card 
team in the top five that have Aaron Rodgers. So any any point in the game, he could take over and win it, right? He could take over, score three, four touchdowns in a quarter like a psychopath. Um, on the other hand, the other top teams, the Patriots, the 49ers, New Orleans, the Ravens, seem like more complete, full teams. Um, in college... College is going, I think, a little better. Um, my Irish are sucking, but that's fine. I, I don't, I don't really enjoy the. Well, first off, we talked about. I, th- I believe we already talked about how they should have to play playoff games in cold weather, right? You saw this week how great Michigan was, or last week how good Michigan was in the rain, right? Alabama, Florida. LSU, who don't have to deal with cold, rain, muddy fields. I want to see them play one playoff game there. Play a game in the snow and see if they can still handle it. Um, And then to make it fair, have the final game in a nice, nice climate-controlled dome. Right? Michigan doesn't always get to have the upper hand. Ohio State doesn't always get to have the plus of being outside in cold weather, but... You got to make it through the first round. If you can make it through the first round, play, prove you can play in football weather and not just at a beach resort. Fine. But I don't like I don't like team players transferring. I think if you transfer, you should have to redshirt one year. You should have to wait an extra year to go to to play and make yourself known to NFL teams. Because um, it goes kind of with all the paying players bullshit you're seeing. Like, you're there for school. And you should be able to make yourself known at any school you go to, if you're good enough. Right? You know, we have great quarterbacks pulled out of shitty schools. Um, so I want to see these quarterbacks, A, choosing a college more appropriate for them. Um... Or whatever you play, right? With Randy Moss went to fucking shit. What was that shitty school with the movie Milton? Something stupid. Um, Antonio Brown's back at Central Michigan, where he came from. You don't have to be the top player at a good school. You just have to be a top player that can show he can handle the game. You got a guy from Duke starting. Duke's not exactly a football powerhouse so I th- I don't like it. it it makes the parody so much weirder when you don't it makes it like there's multiple drafts and you're going to have weird stuff going on with people going to schools that are allowing players to be paid um, but it makes the schools almost too beholden to the player okay you don't like me you're not going to play me as much as I want I'm going to transfer what Maybe just play better, earn the spot, or choose a different school when you're coming out of high school. Realize that if you're this good and that's your path, then... Or if you're only coming into your own somewhere in college, then great. You transfer somewhere, you sit on the bench a year. You watch. You have to dedicate something to that school. But the kids that are going to school for six months and then saying, Fuck you, I'm off to the NFL. That's ridiculous. Um, 
and the the payoff for them is much higher than the school, right? They're getting one season with a good player. They can't build a team around him, so they the trust is kind of lacking. Uh, but you can't. So the school can't really use your name. Yeah, they they make money off of jersey sales and ticket sales, but okay. How much better is your health care at a school than normal kids? How much better is your... And I'm talking, like, you have a trainer that'll... T- any, any issue you have. You have the best tutors and or kids who will take your class. You are getting paid under the table. Let's not act like you're not. USC has been paying kids for 20 years. No one should have been surprised that USC was taking bribes to put kids in school. Right? The fact that UFC gets to try and get on this moral high horse of we're paying our players. Yeah, you've been doing it forever. You've been cheating forever. Good job. I don't know how they still have any titles or anything that hasn't been ripped away from them by the NCAA. They've been caught cheating time and time again. And it's just, alright. They're like the OJ of colleges, right? They cut their wife's head off, kill some random dude, but whatever. We'll slap them on the wrist and they'll be fine next year. Um, baseball. Baseball's just boring. It's just, it's, it was just boring. Right? Astros were the best team for a while. I wasn't that shocked. Basketball's going to be the same way. Right? If the Clippers don't win, it's going to be almost insane. Right? they. I don't understand how there's people out there trying to argue that the Clippers aren't the best team. The Lakers. Yeah, I get LeBron's great. And I get Antonio Brown's great. But if one of them gets hurt, you're fucked. You don't have the LeBron James that can play 90 games until the playoffs. You know, Antonio doesn't... Not Antonio Brown. What the fuck's his name? The Unibrow. Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony Davis, who all, constantly is getting injured, has to stay healthy. And then they might have a chance to win the championship. Maybe. Maybe have a shot. But uh, the Celtics? No. Golden State's all tore up. Brooklyn, even if KD comes back, who, how strong are they going to be? I like the Nuggets and the Jazz, and I like the Bucks. I like Philly, but they don't have they don't have that winning way. They don't have players that know how to win and know how to win championships. They don't have leadership, and they're not the smartest, right? It's not like they can rest the Greek freak. And they still all have injury issues as well. I think the Clippers are far and away the best, and yet somehow that's a hot take right now. As a sort of segue, I do want to talk about the these super franchises, these empires built. Right? Every And we're going to segue this into the political conversation, but everyone's so afraid of monopolies. You see it all the time. Oh my God. 
Monopolies are horrible. One person owning all this, having all this control. But it doesn't ever really work. Right? There are companies that you thought were going to be around forever, like Blockbuster, who are gone right now. Um, and that's how it's going to be, right? We think Facebook's going to be gone here forever. At one point, it will disappear. Or not be as powerful as it currently is. At some point, they're not going to innovate as well. They're not going to do this. And they're just going to be one of those companies. They're going to be like McDonald's. People were afraid of McDonald's back in the day. Well, it's everywhere. It's Soon it'll be the only food available. That's not what happened. Right? There's still tons of restaurants everywhere you go. There's still multiple burger joints everywhere you go. Um, and there's still more being added all the time. Right? So we... We have this weird fear of monopolies, and you see it in business, politics, and you see it in sports. You see, oh my God, the Clippers are going, or the Lakers are going every year. Well, no, the Golden State Warriors, ah, eh. LeBron James, ah. Eh. No one can keep it up. Keeping up greatness is hard. Being on the top for a long time is very difficult. Even Michael Phelps at some point loses a swim race. You get old, you lose the spirit, you get cocky, you have people that no longer care to push the company as hard and fast as you can because who cares? You're the best. How? What else do you need? And then some young company comes out and figures out something else. Figures out a, same way to, a new way to sell the same shit. Um... And this is kind of how I felt watching Current War. It's about um, Edison and Tesla and Waterhouse. And how the... Basically how America got electricity. And it's one of these great stories about two brilliant guys. But they're constantly yelled at for... Oh, does he have a monopoly? Does he have this? Does he have this? Like, it's unfair. It's unfair that they do this. (laughs) It's not unfair. Right? We don't, we don't use Edison Electric anymore. Um, we don't use all his inventions. He doesn't have control over it. Someone, someone made a slightly better thing off of what he did. Uh, and the government's constantly trying to step in the way. That's one of the best parts about this movie. It was a really good movie. But one of the best parts is the only time they use the government is to make fun of him. They use him as like a matchmaker. The president of the United States. Edison uses to get FaceTime with J.P. Morgan. So he can invest. Um, But you see. You see real genius and real needs being met. The government's nowhere there. So like stuff like the government investing in electric car companies. No. They'll figure like a good... Electric car company will come along and figure it out like Tesla did. You don't need to be investing in some fucking company in Sweden. Um, which Obama gave, I don't know, 13 million, something like that. Something, something stupid. Maybe it was 13 billion. I don't know. I'll have to recheck. But there's no, no innovation comes from the government. Nothing new. And definitely, if it is new, nothing good. Um, most 
government in- innovations start horrifying. Uh, like the nuclear bomb, right? That started horrifying. Then other people figured out, oh, we could use this for good. We can, we can make it work. And then the government stomped on that because a few people got scared. Uh, the FBI started out basically just as a scheme for Hoover gain power. Uh, to go after MLK. So these aren't great innovations. These aren't... And yeah, I'm not saying the FBI is useless today, but... We should still be able to figure out how to work across borders. Uh, probably don't need the FBI as big as it is. Um, but there are issues. But yeah, in this movie, you don't see you don't see Edison crying to the government. Oh, they're being unfair. Yeah, he he sues them some, tries to slow them down, but more so, he just puts his head down and starts working on something new, on making things better. On What's not this step, but ten steps from now? Um, really interesting movie. Really interesting part-time. And it's great to see Chicago back in the day. The whole thing's about them trying to get ready for the World Expo and get a contract to light it. Um, and it's just cool to see them, how great Chicago was, right? How clean and pristine everything was before the government fucking ruined it. Um... Not that Chicago's ruined, but it's definitely not what it was. So, moral of the story, go see Current War. It was pretty good. Um, I snuck in some scotch. I don't even know where it was. It's really cheap shit I saw in a liquor store on my way there. Made it a little better. Ugh, beer tastes good, though, right now. Um... I saw like a hundred movies. I think we'll talk about the Joker later if we even have to. I didn't like it. Eh, whatever. It sucked. Uh, it was very weird though. I saw it with like Vince Vaughn. And he's like really good buddies with Todd Phillips who wrote and directed it. So I had to be like, yeah, I love that movie. Don't tell your buddy I hated it. Also, I don't want to get in a fight with you over it, Vince. Um... So that was a little awkward. I never really got to talk about why I hated it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know really what I want to talk about. I guess... That's how much time do I got? I got like five minutes left. Fuck. Um, it's been a weird night. Weird night of comedy tonight. So getting back into the swing of things in New York has been really weird. Also, this being the first podcast I've done in like a fucking month. Still getting charged 15 bucks a Podbean. That's great. Um, anyways, uh, I saw this video today about veganism and it was one of those fucking people on college campuses being like, oh, veganism's great. Debate me. Why? Why would we waste our time? Who cares? Like, it's fine if that's what you want to do. If that's how you choose to live your life by not having delicious, delicious meat all the time. Great fucking just leave me alone a and b go out to eat places with vegan options right don't freak out at me because we don't have fucking quinoa ass cleanser in our restaurant like just fuck right off um it's just such an inconsequential thing 
oh, you know what they do to animals? I don't care. Why, why is that the fight you're sitting on? And I, I saw this video and the guy made some salient point. He's like, well, just because there's other bad things in the world doesn't mean we should like, continue doing this bad thing. Just because, yeah, there's murder doesn't mean we shouldn't care about veganism and saving animals. And it's like, yeah, that's a logically a sound point. But at the same time, you're speaking as if we live in a world with unlimited time where we're never going to die. So first off, health. Health benefits, stupid. They're pretty much negligible. There's no proof you'll live longer. The Impossible Burger, if anything, is detrimental to your health and not good for it as of right now. Because you're trusting places like Burger King and McDonald's to fuse different vegetables in a way with... And process them in a way that doesn't fucking... Like, hurt you. Why would we choose them to be the leading scientists of our time? Right? This isn't like old, old technology they're just getting. Like a burger, which is thousands of years old since we had fire and dead animals. Um, This is fucking brand new biochemistry that we're trusting to burger king right if i told you you were getting your cancer medication from burger king which is biochemistry you'd be like eh, i don't think so like maybe i'll go to a hospital but on this we're oh yeah it's a hundred percent safe it's great for you these guys cooked it up in a lab in california i'm sure it's gonna be awesome Oh, and we took the soy out because for some reason fucking vegans don't like soy either. Uh, So extra processing. Which is like the one thing I know is bad. Like, yeah, I love McDonald's and Burger King and all their food. But I trust this fucking high school kid to make that right. Not fucking clone Star Wars Clone Wars patties that are somehow... Kept at the perfectly right temperature and cooked perfectly right and all this. It's just very hard for me to believe that these guys cracked the code. On tricking all of our senses into believing these things are great. And they don't taste good. If you have them. If you ha- if you go, you have to go and say a completely plain one and taste it just off the grill. And even then it gets salt and pepper and some of the taste. But, like, it's so covered with shit that you could kind of be like, yeah, it's, I guess so. I guess that's a fair comparison to a Whopper. But health, we're still out on, right? We're, every year we decide red meat's good for you, red meat's bad for you, red meat's good for you, red meat's bad for you. You know, it doesn't have the iron you want. There's just a lot of health issues our bodies are made to eat meat. Now, I'm not saying they have to. You can live a healthy life as a vegan. But it's not the health is the health benefits for veganism aren't so astronomical that I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, if I change this, I'll live an extra 40 years. No, vegans die an extra two days they might get. I don't know. You want a health thing? Floss. 
could add seven years to your life. Because all that plaque and tartar buildup gets into your gums and goes straight to your heart and becomes plaque and tartar buildup in your heart. So there, there's advice that we know is proven. This is how, that's how dip works. You put it in your lip, it goes in through your gums and gets into your bloodstream faster. That's why people do it. It's faster than smoking. Um, but it's bad for you. Uh, so health, you're out. Now the kid, you know, you got this cruelty to animals. Sure, whatever. Who cares? Obviously, if I've been eating meat my whole life, I don't give a shit about the fucking animals. Hey, I don't give a shit about animals anyways. That's so... If there are wild animals out there that need to be protected, that's someone else's job. I have other things going on in my life. Like I said, there's a time th- issue. Right? Yeah, you, you make a good point. We can't care about everything. But in that same point, you're arguing yourself that we do have to choose our battles. And to me, the veganism... Who cares about the animals? You want to help animals? Encourage hunting. That helps keep populations at the right size. Keeps animals healthy. Yeah, some have to die. But overall, it helps the ecosystem. Well, you don't see vegans... Vegans, honestly, if they care about animals, should be pro-hunting, too. If they care about the environment. uh, You got the global warming people. Okay, great. You know, we cut down huge swaths in the Amazon rainforest for corn, right? Because we thought corn would be great for cars. And then we still needed to farm it for food. And that was cheap land. Yeah. The whole... Hey, as we already know, global warming, I think, is complete horseshit. Um, and not just me, you know, the banks also do. Uh, medicine also thinks it's silly. Um... They don't, they don't change their investment strategies on the coasts just because some 16-year-old girl thinks the world's going to end in five years. You know what is happening, though, because of people are believing this? Suicide's going up. Kids are more depressed. They don't see future. That's, that's a different subject, though. we got to stay on fighting the vegans. So there. So global warming, that's out. Who gives a shit? Cruelty to animals... A, you don't really care about how animals are treated. B, who should care? Why does it matter? Um, C, fuck them. They're there for our entertainment or food. Um, that's that's the nice thing about being the top of the food chain. Um, and then health. Yeah, it's a toss-up. Maybe one day it'll be more healthy. But also we're finding more more ways to make our food healthier, our meat healthier. So, who knows, right? I get my vitamins out of gummies. There weren't healthy gummies back in the day. Um, so really what it comes down to, and the main fight I see, is you want to be a social justice guy who thinks this is a great fucking use of your time. What do these people think when they're like 60? Right? Hey, I've... I know fat fucking vegans, right? Because they drink and do smoke and whatever. So there are fat fucking vegans out there that still... They're not living forever. So what happens when they're like 50 and like, Fuck, I wasted so much of my life trying to push other people to live my way on this horse shit. Um, 
bothering every server at every restaurant I ever went to because the one vegan option they had wasn't good enough for me. Um, so it comes down to me for convenience, right? Do you want to have something that tastes good and is easy to get? Like, right, there's not tons of options at a grocery store of all types of food, vegan food you can get. There might be, like, one aisle. And, yeah, yeah, all the fruits and vegetables are all vegan. Yeah, I get it. Cool. I love that talk. Um, but spaghetti, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, well, they have, like, original SpaghettiOs are vegan, but the meat ones are better. Um, and then restaurants. There's not tons of vegan restaurants. There might be a couple vegan options, but... So it comes down to... Your life doesn't last forever. So you have to choose your battles. Do you want to fight a corrupt government? Do you want to fight against rape? Do you want to fight against murder? Do you want to fight against... Or do you want to sit outside your campus yelling about veganism and how important that is? Um... Right next, and then yell at the guy who's saying, yeah, women should be able to carry guns on campus so they don't get raped. Um, but no, 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 your, your veganism is more, more woke. It's better. And like, you can make the argument. This, this is, this is another way I see it come down to is where people are evil. Yes. If we, if I went outside and killed myself in the lawn, that would be better. Because my body would decompose, it would help help the grass and help trees grow. I would stop taking up oxygen, I would stop taking up resources, blah, 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 blah. And yes, in the end, that would be better if I did that for the, for the earth. But, it's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous stance to take. Because also... The earth is here for us to use, right? Not destroy, not ruin, not tarnish, but to be used. We've risen to the top and can use it how we see fit. Um, so if we see fit to eat a fucking cow every once in a while, then that's what we're going to do. I think it's honestly more detrimental to have this fight where at the end of the day, what your real gripe is, is how evil humans are because they eat meat and how the world would be better without them. Because honestly, that's what you're looking at. Humans are destroying, the green argument, humans are destroying the earth. So if you eat vegan, you take that another step forward, why not just kill them? Humans hurt animals, so they're evil. So why not just off them? Um, it just seems ridiculous. It seems honestly hurtful to the our society to think like, A, it puts us in a weird place where we don't have utility, where there's no reason for us. There's thousands of planets in the galaxy. We're the ones with life, right? So why not live it? Even if you don't believe in souls and stuff, it's a fun science experiment. Thousands and millions and billions of planets in the universe. We got life. Alright? So far we're the only ones we know of. So let's... 
Let's live it up some. Let's enjoy it. Take advantage. Let's be a little different than Mars that just sits there with nothing really going on. Um, let's look at the beauty of having life and taking advantage of it. Um, instead of just constantly sitting there thinking, we do such horrible things to feed ourselves. We do such horrible things to the planet. We take up space and take up all these beautiful creatures' room. Find the inherent utility in us. Um, all right, that's enough fighting. I'm going to go to the gym after another beer. So thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. Um, I don't know. I'll be back in a couple days. I've got a ton of shit I want to discuss with you guys. Thank you. Have a good one.